time for the second episode of this season's Essex to London business podcast. I am your host Ray from Simply Create and I can't wait to kick this conversation off with this episode's guest. This podcast started to hear from people who had been there, who had done it and who are still doing it. Business owners that can share their experience on how they got started and their journeys up until this point. And I always find that every episode is insightful, interesting and inspiring as these guests are always opening up and sharing their stories and giving some great advice. This is now the third season and so if you're new to listening, you have loads to catch up on and if you're returning, welcome back. So I'm really excited to introduce to you our guest, Clive Maxheath. I've known Clive for over 15 years, initially from our younger footballing days, but more recently, he was definitely someone who encouraged me to push on with Simply Create. Clive is a professional men's coach based in London. He delivers one-to-one and group coaching sessions. He's a range of coaching credentials, such as being accredited by the International Coaching Federation and having an executive coaching qualification. As well as being a dad, Clive runs Men's Action Project and also has his very own podcast called Men on Form. But before we find out about Clive's background, his story, how he became a coach, his struggles, and where Men's Action Project is heading, we are going to start by warming both you, the listeners, and our guest up by jumping in to the quickfire questions. Okay, so we are not going to find out anything else about you apart from jump straight into the quickfire questions, which are going to tell us some things about you, uh, and then we'll find out a lot more. So, first of all... Okay. Morning person or a night person? Night. Uh, Favourite album, past or present? Oh my God. Um, Let's go past, Nirvana, never mind. Uh, Peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Crunchy. Good shout. Cats or dogs? Cats all the way, mate. All the way. Dog fan. Night in or night out? Night out. Bang on. Uh, What's your favourite sport? Um, There's loads. I'll I'll say the one that I've loved for many years, football. Um, Breakfast or dinner? (laughs) They're both so important. Breakfast, mate. (laughs) Uh, uh, Walk, cycle or drive? Walk, definitely. Uh, Work out at home or in a gym? In the gym. Tea or coffee? Coffee in the morning, tea in the afternoon. Uh, yeah. that's, that's a compliment. <laughs> Coffee. Uh, Mac or PC? Mac. Uh, music while you work or silence? Music while I work. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Mm. This is one of my favourite questions as well. One superpower. Uh, I would like, okay, teleport. That's a great one, yeah. You don't have to do that walking that you like so much. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'd probably get quite quite fat and overweight, but yeah. Uh, one, uh, what is your least favourite chore? Least favourite. Least favourite. Um, clearing out the nappy bin. Yeah, that can't be great. Uh, I don't have to experience that, so that's fine. Uh, one thing you would definitely take to a desert island? Definitely take uh, a, a DVD of Top Gun. No DVD player, just to hold the cake. Just to hold it and look at it. <laughs> um, are Jaffa cakes a biscuit or a cake? A biscuit, mate. Okay. And the last question, which is back to you, is do you have an either or type question like that that I should ask future guests that come onto this podcast? Yes. Uh, overdress or underdress? 
Ooh, that is a good one. Oh. I know what you're going to be. Uh, <laughs> no, Overdress or underdress, right? Um, hey, it's the other way around. Okay. Overdress or underdress? Uh, overdressed. Would you have said that? Would you really have of said that? Of course I've said that. Um, okay, so um, people know nothing about you that are listening. Well, they now know that you like Mac and you're a cats guy and <laughs> stuff like that, but they don't know anything about um, you, what you do, what you're up to. Okay. So um, tell the people that are listening about yourself, um, hobbies, who you are, just paint a picture for everyone so they can get a real understanding of you. Okay, uh, well, let's start my work. My name's Clive Maxey and I'm a professional men's coach. And um, I work with guys who are at two levels, either underwhelmed or overwhelmed, um, and who are looking to, to kind of realign and rebalance. So um, I'm focused on helping guys um, do the work they truly want to do, um, have relationships that nourish them, and that uh, have health, uh, both mental and physical health, um, that's quality. So yeah, there's a, there's a big balance piece to my work. Um, and so that's my, yeah, that's, that's my business. In terms of what I'm about, uh, obviously I'm a coach. So um, yeah, I'm all about life coaching. But um, my other two passions are very much sport and comedy. So um, I am a uh, Spurs fan. Uh, I have been from my whole life, but I'm a Charlton supporter. That's where I go to watch my football. Uh, love a bit of UFC. Uh, love a bit of NFL. I'm a Steelers fan. NFL, I've got nice. relatives in Steelers uh, uh, that live in Pittsburgh. And like, never grow out of wrestling. Still love a bit of WWE. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Guilty pleasure. Um, Favourite wrestler? Oh, no. The, uh, Hitman Hart from back in the day. Old school, love it. Yeah, The Rock, more recent. But um, yeah, uh, and then, yeah, comedy. I do like a bit of stand-up comedy. So um, that's my probably favourite night out to go and watch something. Um, other things, I'm also recently a, a dad. So I've got a one-year-old and I do, at the moment, spend a proportion of my time as a stay-at-home dad. So um, that is a huge part of my life at the moment. I would say congratulations, but I do know you <laughs> and knew when Jack was born. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so obviously I've known you and some of, and I know some of your backstory already, we've known yeah. each other for many years, many through, years football. through football, ironically, um, ironically. So, um, so you talked about your stand-up, yeah. uh, uh, loving stand-up, and you also yeah. talked about um, other sports, so give people the little story about you and stand-up and you and other sports. I know a couple of them, so <laughs> I can always prompt you, but um, you know, your passion for stand-up and actually taking part in it. Yes, and yeah, I did a, a course um, yeah, a while back uh, with an organisation called The Comedy School. Okay. And um, for seven weeks, three hours on a Sunday morning, uh, me and my, my mate Minesh would go to, uh, they're based in Camden, um, to study comedy and stand-up. And um, the course ended with uh, us doing a, a sort of open mic night and Amazing. five minute, each had a five-minute slot. Um, which was, yeah, one of the most uh, scary but also wonderful experiences in my life, I'd say. It was, it was, it was fantastic. And, um, yeah, it, uh, uh, yeah the, the, thing I, the reason I love comedy and love stand-up so much is, is, is things get just like stuff that's in the shadow or stuff that people won't talk about. It's like comedy yeah, 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 yeah. Is just a way offers to, an opportunity yeah. and a space for that to happen. And... Um, there's something very magical that that happens in that space if you go and watch a good good stand up that 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 sort of 
the, the combination of the people and that, that moment, that kind of couple of hours in that room is, is for me a very special experience. And it's something I, I haven't been going as re that much recently, but as I, I did go on Friday um, uh, to see an act, a, a couple of acts. And yeah, it's, um, it's definitely something I enjoy. And also tell uh, them a little bit about your past sporting experiences. Um, because and I'm, le I'm obviously leading you down somewhere um, but yeah go for it tell them so I my background uh, when I was a kid just play, playing football school into um, into university I played for university team um, obviously played for a for a very high calibre five a side team at, at Power League very high Power League at Fairlop that's um, it and um, but I actually ended up with, with a knee injury I also played quite a lot of racket sports and um, really hit it hard and I, I actually injured my knee and I had knee surgery and um, my knee used to ache quite a lot after playing. So um, uh, I, I was looking to get into other things and I've always had an interest in, in boxing. And um, so for about three years, I, I, I did some boxing training and had a, had a fight. Um, one and done, one fight. That's it. So that was it. One and oh. One That's and it. oh, mate. That's, That's it. it. Um, and, and so that was, again, another real rites of passage experience. But... Um, I do have a, a yeah a, a sort of a passion for martial arts, um, and in the last couple of years, have started training in an art called ninjutsu. Um, I don't know if you've ever had a ninjutsu. No, not a clue. <laughs> so, so if you want to school me, go for it because I'm sure people. Oh my god! So well. ninjutsu. If you can, obviously. It's you know. it's it's quite a rich, deep art. It's actually a 900 year uh, art born out of Japan, potentially originally from China. Um, that. Um, has got like multiple schools and weapons and the the philosophy of ninjutsu is is the art of change okay. and there's this there's this line they use it's um um 10,000 changes no change for the ninja and it's it's a very um it's got quite a lot of deep sort of philosophy and psychology to it um uh, can we swear on this yeah, yeah 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 i mean i've been doing it for 2 3 years i'm still absolutely shit at it um <laughs> he had to set himself up for that <laughs> i was getting my ass kicks every thursday but um i um it, 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 yeah it's something that i that's a great escape from the day to day and um and it, it 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 gives something back in terms of sort of life lessons and stuff so if anyone wants to check out ninjutsu yeah just google um, YouTube there's loads of bits and pieces on there I'll open these bits and pieces up for and I actually have loads more as you were talking that we've <laughs> talked about in the past of things you've done so much stuff but that we could go into mate. how important would you say trying and doing a lot of the stuff that you're doing has yeah. aided where you've got to now in your business it's been yeah it's been huge it's taught me a lot of life lessons and I think um a lot of these, a lot of these things can sort of cross pollinate. So there's definitely stuff like in when I when I'm things I'm going for my business where I have maybe things from sport or personal experiences that I'll I'll pull on. Um, and for me, like sport especially, it, it, it's it's like a a playground for for life lessons. And um, yeah, there's so much that it can learn and teach us. And I I think um, yeah, if, if if you're not into a sport or anything, it doesn't. It, it might not have to be something physical. It might be something mental. I think there's there's just so much there for us. But your um, yeah, your ability to just be able to to want to try stuff. Yeah, um, to try and stuff. fail. Exactly. And, and yeah, there's just something about like like um, there's have you have you heard the the, the idea of the hero's journey? The idea yeah. of like um, when you first try something, you sort of fall and fail, and you keep going, and then you you come through the other side okay, after yeah, all the yeah, autograph yeah. and it's like, if, if, if for me, that's where life gets 
real and rich when when you're you sort of going through these various loops and and um it's like learning to drive again like just if you go and start something new you're sort of restarting that process and it's okay but it is a case of staying the course sometimes i mean something i was guilty of especially in my younger years is i'll start something and then get very i can yeah hyper and put it down but now i'm learning yeah if you stay that course because that's that's where the magic is and sometimes it, it feels shit like I remember like particularly in my boxing training just getting the crap kicked out of me in the gym and just like let's just keep showing up keep showing up and in the same in my business as well yeah, yeah you know yeah. we we have those days where we turn up and we're just like my god what am i doing but just keep showing up mm-hmm. and, and 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 that's where that's where magic happens so so before we kind of go deeper and deeper i like to give a, a period of time where any of my guests can tell everybody that's listening or anyone who's listening fairly on where they can find you um and what it is that you can you can do so it's definitely a a time to plug away if you like i mean <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll rein you i'll rein, i'll rein you in uh, but it's definitely a, a time to uh yes tell people where they can find you and what type of things you your business sets out to help people with okay yeah so um as stated in my intro i'm a professional men's coach and um if people want to check out what i do i'm at www.mensactionproject.com uh shortens to the map and um I am a I'm a change agent. I'm about transformation, and um, I'm a, I'm a I'm a trained life coach, a professional coach, um, ICF accredited, and I'm. There's two parts to my mission, really. The first is about is an education piece around particularly men and asking for help, because um, when I was younger, um, I found personal development in my mid twenties. I mean. I just it was on I did so much on my own for about four years. It wasn't until I started to engage with sort of coaches and mentors myself where I really started to to kind of grow and, and and get momentum um in terms of what I was trying to achieve. So it's an education piece. Um and the second thing is obviously is is delivering that service to guys. And so in my in my work I create a space for um my coachee and us to to consider um and it's all about a high proportion of work is about where you are and where you want to go. Um, and so, yeah, through powerful questioning, effective listening, goal setting, accountability, all of those things. Um, yeah, I increase the propensity of success for my clients. And um, I, I also enable a space for them to learn. Because one of the things that, that I, in my experience um, I've had is when I've done things on my own, I haven't been checked on my learning. So I've failed at something and then I've just gone, right, I'll just move on. Mm-hmm, yep. But the gold is the learning from the failure. Without a doubt. And one of the gifts of coaching, it, it gives you a space to actually go, well, oh, actually that didn't work. And one of the questions would be, well, what, what happened? And we can explore that. Um, and I'm picking and getting the gold that is the learning. So I have a saying, you know, in life, we either succeed or learn. Like failure is it's just, Love it. it doesn't exist. Yeah, the, yeah. the the failure is not learning is is not harvesting the learning. Agreed, agreed. And, and, I, I, and, I, I, and I've done that on many occasions. So I'm by no, but I, if I can check myself, it's like, well, what have I learned here? And then not to keep doing the same things again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I tell, I, I say that a lot with kind of simply creating where we are always trying to do things and when we fail is the bit is actually the good bit to go again is actually the, the bit is in there it's learning what you you know um trying and failing a thousand times but you learn the thousand ways not to do something which is still the learning right so yeah um yeah, yeah and i don't set out to fail like i like to win i like to succeed <laughs> and it. go for it but i mean um it, it is that process of, of yeah it, 
like reviewing what happens and then going again and then you might fail again and then it, and then and you're learning up again and then so it's and through these sorts of things like mediums like whether it's stand up comedy or or sport or or martial arts it's like a constant constant learning yeah yeah and every time i think yeah i've got this licked like that's that's when life will just hit you in the hit you in the face yeah, and go yeah, no, yeah. no 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 get back down yeah 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 definitely and you have to get up here i am and again you have to go again yeah, 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 yeah here i am again like and then the, the amount of times that has happened again, but so I'll tell get back up. people that are listening how you got into coaching. So that point, that trigger point, what was it? What happened? Okay, where were you? How did it come about? Was it an overnight thing? Was it a ding moment? Was it no? I it was progression. How did how did it come about? There's a few. There's kind of there's a few stages, but there's there's two main sort of pivotal moments really where where um, things shifted and. The first was in my mid twenties, and up until that, up until that point, I was I was pretty happy-go-lucky, kind of just ticking along. Um, got okay grades, went to university, studied, did okay, got a quote-unquote decent job, whatever that is. And then <laughs> I just wasn't—I was just floating along, and, I, and that, you know, I was at that age, and I felt that I had my the rest of my life was just ahead of me, so I wasn't too worried. And then, you know, there's something there's something very good in that at that time, but. Basically, what happened at that point is my younger sister um, was diagnosed with a, a quite serious form of ovarian cancer, and it absolutely—I mean, she's okay today. She she's had sort of full remission, has recovered. She's paid a price, but um, she's she's doing okay. Um, but at that time in my life, it absolutely like rocked me to the bone. Like, I was just barely walking the earth, sort of six months. Turn your world upside down. I couldn't down, enjoy kind of anything. Weird. I'd I'd quiet myself to sleep. At night, I, was, I don't know. It just really—I have a very close relationship with my sister, and she, my younger sister, and um, it got me in touch with ideas around mortality, okay. and this kind of this idea like tomorrow is not guaranteed. Like it's happening all the time. Like whether it's you know, in the, Kobe Bryant recently, he's, 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 you know, Crazy. like it's just stuff like yeah, yeah, yeah. all this. It, it, you just never know, and 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 you know, the chances are that we will live too you know, a reason wage, but we might not. And so bearing in that in mind, that's when I started to really look out, like started to search and explore. And I found a book on goal setting mm-hmm. and started to sort of get curious about that. And then I um, I read a book on called The Seven Habits of Effective People. And that, I mean, that was a complete, and I take time reading a book and I smashed that in about two, da- two days. And that really changed the course. So that's when I started really getting into personal development and doing a lot of work on myself um, on my own I used mm-hmm. to journal I still journal a lot but that was my data because I'm an analyst I've got an analytical background and I started to really put things together and just started to hammer things I mean in that period I ran a marathon did some stand-up comedy had a, a goal of traveling around the world for a year and saved up and did that got promoted at work like just 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 having that and it that so that was the first stage mm-hmm. doing a lot on my own and the second stage was actually um, returning from travel, I travelled for a year. I was like Peter Pan for a year. It was just it was magical. But like, I came back, and um, I was back back on the nine to five, sort of in front of the computer on the Excel <laughs> Re- spreadsheet. Return to the re- return to Jesus the world. Jesus Christ! Not was... never ever land. Uh, sure. No, I wasn't Peter Pan anymore. That was <laughs> that was sure shot down. Like, <laughs> and um, and I, I really struggled. And um. And my sort of my traditional support network, my friends and family were still very much there, but um, they weren't able to really provide what I needed 
and I, and I totally get it. I mean, they didn't want to hear me saying I was I was feeling a bit depressed because I wasn't traveling anymore. They didn't want to hear about yeah, my trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of them were buying their flats at the time and I'd sort of blown my whole deposit on this trip. Um, but um, I did, I definitely need some support. I wasn't in any kind of, yeah, real, real trouble because I did have good support, but I was certainly low. I was very low. It was autumn, I think it's 2009, 10. And that's when I found men's groups as a, as a, a service. And I'm, I started to go to men's groups and I don't know if, if your listeners know what a men's group is. No, t- yeah, um, definitely tell them. It's essentially like a, <laughs> it's what it says on the tin. It's a group of guys sitting together with some rules just around confidentiality and, and, and openness and just speaking their truth. And um, it's bit, like, I like to see it as a bit of a soft form of counselling, but there's something very special when a group of guys sit together in this way. And it actually arcs back to who we are biologically in terms of, you know, back in the day, the village, we managed to go out and hunt together. And there's a, and that's why, for example, and you might have experienced this with your sports teams, there's something that happens with you as a group oh, of yeah, guys. Definitely, definitely. And it's the same with women as well. Like a group of women get together and there's that kind of synchronicity. And that was, you know, back in the day, that was the women in the village and the caring for the children and managing everything there. Um, but they could kick, go out and kick ass when they had to as well. Course, and yeah. these days, it's a lot more, it's a lot more, uh, as I say, like the roles are a lot more, um, intertwined, intertwined which is yeah, yeah. It's, that's that's challenging and awesome as well but um i digress like so yeah so i was also i was being seen for the first time so i was getting real feedback from guys who were seeing me as i was there mm-hmm. and so that's that that then gave me the support i needed and the feedback i needed to then start progressing and that's when i found men's work and then my personal development studies have continued to a point when i discovered coaching and i once i discovered coaching as a an actual that people are actually doing this for work i um that was it like i, I couldn't imagine doing anything else so I've, I've basically been focusing on growing my coaching ever since um but it's been a very slow and steady process for me at that time i was very invested in my in my career as an analyst in the public sector mm-hmm. and um i had a lot of, so, it, so it took me time to kind of slowly sort of peel away from that and it, it, then my initial shift was about three years ago i dropped today in my public sector work and, and started to really grow my business and um because i started off evenings and weekends um and been coaching guys ever since so yeah it's been sort of been, been working with guys and groups of one to one for about eight years now but um a so, lot happened since then invested in training and uh, as i say got got credited by the icf and and yeah just learning sort of yeah it's been a slow and steady i'm like a tortoise you know no, no, obviously there's loads of... There's yeah, loads there, but yeah. Loads that's of about things. it. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a couple <laughs> that's things. A, so that's the last, yeah, 13 years of my life, but yeah, it's been rich. Yeah, yeah, there's a good... But the, you know, the, the good thing about this is that we get to experience um, your journey up until this point in, in all the things that um, are contributing to where you are now. And that's basically where I'm leading to is yeah, what okay. point do you feel like your business is at now? Okay. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, and how has it progressed from that initial? I'm gonna go into this to where you are now. Yeah. So, so where I'm at now is essentially last year I left the public sector organisation I was working for, so I'm no longer a, an analyst at all. And I, um, I actually for a period was a stay-at-home dad four days a week because um, my son Jack was born um, in the 2018. So took over there and that's that's been a whole journey in itself and I've learned and grown a lot from that. Um, coming into this year, I'm now actually half, now gone to two and a half days a week on my business and two and a half days a week 
with my son and then later this year that will move up to four days and and so yeah so so I'm at a stage really where for the first time coaching is my work um before I always had this like other thing going on um the differences as well I think I always had the protection blanket of my other work mm-hmm. in the organization yeah. I worked for I was able to do overtime and earn extra money um yeah and I'll be lying when I, in the early years of my business I I, earned, I, I was paying for my business <laughs> it was like and and I think the, the the where I'm at now is very much yeah lot sort of a lot more focused on what I'm doing and um the there's an, a just yeah a massive shift around um the accountability piece around how I perform in my business now affects my take home um and so yeah the choices I make and where I choose to spend my energy it, it, I used to I've I've experimented a lot in the past but I was never it was never that that important whether I made sort of money or not or had actually had a business i wouldn't say i even had a business it was more a, a service but um now i've got a business and so i'm at the stage of, of kind of reviewing and expanding my business so um my initial a lot in the past i worked a lot with guys who were struggling with underwhelm who were wanting to um change in terms of maybe they wanted to change career or they were having some health challenges or relationship challenges and they really wanted to change what has happened in, in the last couple of years is I've got a lot of guys come to me that actually they're not, they're not wanting to sort of like set goals or climb metaphysical mountains. They're actually looking to let go. They're, they're struggling with overwhelm. Mm-hmm. They're doing too much. Makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. And so the work is actually around what they want to let go of. And a lot of their sort of accountability will, will be around not doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's when kind of the overwhelm piece has come in recently. Um, um, and so, yeah, at the moment, that's that's kind of where I'm where I'm focusing on on un- guys who are struggling with underwhelm and overwhelm. Um, and I'm a huge advocate for for kind of balance and move. We never balance is, is something we're not we get and we have it. It's something that we have moments of and we kind of ping back towards any given point Always in our life. Always in flux, yeah, yeah. Always in flux, you know. Yeah, especially you have a baby, it's like bang. <laughs> But anytime, you know, it, things happen, illnesses. Yeah, of course. But life it's, is happening. It's, yeah. Yes, it's, it's about, like, I think there's this idea, and, I, and it, you probably would have seen this, Ray, yourself in, in success psychology, like be relentless. Yeah. It's like, be, like yeah. work hard, okay? Like, I, work hard is something, you know, one of my values, but I, not all the time. Yeah, yeah. Don't work hard all the time. Yeah. yeah. And be relentless. Don't do it all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes I want cocktails on the beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, on Netflix and chill. I'm not interested in... And it's... I think... And and there's um, there's a, a very famous... I can't remember the name of her now. It'll come to me. But she wrote a, an article. It's now a book on the five rules of dying. Okay. You, no, you read no. this? So this this, this lady... Always love a good resource. So mate, this is a resource. She's The lady was a nurse. Maybe you can include it in the show notes. You know I will. You know. <laughs> and she worked in a hospice and she basically carried out this piece of work around people that were coming towards the end of their life at various stages and the five things that they, if they were to have their time again, what they regret. And it wasn't what I wanted to work harder. It's actually the opposite. So you've got this massive push from success psychology about working hard, da, 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 da. and then at the other end you've got well actually they're interviewing you're in, this lady's interviewing people that are that are about to, to pop their clogs and they're saying oh actually I, I wish I hadn't worked so hard mm-hmm. I wish I had spent more time with my friends mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, yeah. so there's a balance piece there agree and um, that's what I'm all about so I my my mantra is not succeed at all costs 
my my mantra is succeed maybe at some costs but you know replenish those costs when you come back so success in my business will not come at the expense of my health marriage time with my friends time with my family otherwise it's almost like i don't have a business yeah yeah no uh, definitely and again that's the balance isn't it you yeah if you if you just let one outweigh the other you're not going to have much of the other and so you need to keep that in in yeah as balanced as you can but sometimes you understand it's going to be unbalanced for a period of time but it's about refinding that and i I definitely get that and i get that more having gone through my own personal journeys of whatever is that actually yeah don't have to always be hard on yourself don't have to be 100 miles an hour all the time all that kind of stuff so um i'm gonna say at this point if it gets (laughs) loud we've got storm ciara just on the way out all on its way out the episode isn't quite finished yet but i want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening please do head over and check out the guest social media pages and websites. And of course, we'd love it if you would support this podcast by giving it a rate and review, or if you're checking this out on YouTube, subscribing. And if you'd like to get involved in the online conversation, you can use the hashtag E2LBusiness. Let's get back to the conversation and don't forget to stick around to the end when Clive gets to get his own back and ask me any question about anything he wishes. Have you ever not felt that you can't do your business have you ever uh, got to a stage where you're like no nah, I don't think I can do this anymore or it's not for me or why did I get into it in the first place have you ever gone through that and you may and you may not and there's no again no right or wrong but the whole point of this question is so people understand um about getting into it where what okay. what what you go through or don't go through kind of things so yeah sorry let me be clear the question is about like yeah, so what I wish I hadn't got into. Yeah, or... yeah, like for coaching, coaching wise, for your coaching business, have you yeah. ever doubted being going into that industry, or doubted that you can do it, or doubted that you you shouldn't have actually? Why did I start this in the first yeah. place? Yeah. I'd say, um, in terms of the whole piece, no. Like coaching is almost like my calling. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's almost like a, uh, uh. I would be doing this if it if I was doing it for free on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my vocation. I, I will now be, and I think I had this 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 piece a few years ago. I I felt that things weren't happening quickly enough, and I was getting really frustrated. Mm-hmm. And then I had this moment. I went for a long walk. I advocate walking uh, taking. So walks. do I. Um, and and I had this realization. It's like this is my life's work. Like, what is the rush? And so that really, and not, as long as I'm moving, making that progress, and that really grounded me. And so, in terms of coaching, per se, no, I'm, I'm going to be here for forevermore. Yeah, I yeah, found yeah. my my kind of path, I suppose. And so, even when things get hard, I, I I sort of know like this is this is what I was kind of almost born to do. And I've had signs. I won't go too far down the rabbit hole, but that 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 this this is this is this is what I was I'm supposed to be doing. Um, the other, but but there have been elements of things in my business where I think, God, I wish I hadn't done that, or I wish that I, I wouldn't have spent so much time. And I think, particularly mm-hmm. earlier on, and I'm sure you'll resonate with this, Ray. I think I tried to do too much. I tried to be everywhere all the time, and um, I realise now it is so much better to be consistent in one place than to be spread all around, all around the others. And I mean that that's not only my coaching in my life, in my to what, yeah, when I was doing all that goal setting and going mad on personal development, I mean, I wasn't checked in. I wasn't. I was everywhere, mate. Mm-hmm. I was, I was in the clubs, and then I was hitting the gym, and I was yeah. at work, and it was just ridiculous. And 
I would crash and burn and come back up. So yeah, I think I think that's it. Going for it. something that you love or you find you have purpose in or you know your calling, I think makes a big difference when it's going to be your business. Because like I said, yeah. uh, like you said, you you reframe. Actually, it's a long, just a long long term goal and a long term journey. It, it hasn't got to happen yeah. in two minutes. No. Um, it's going to happen over time. And because I know now, I'm going to work on this. I'm always going to be a part of this world. Yes. Um, yeah, so you haven't my, got a rush. Whereas people that are getting into business to make the money, so you know, if they don't find the thing they love, can often go down that route of how why has it happened quick enough and stress themselves out because they're not actually doing it for what they want to do. They're doing it because they want a, a certain lifestyle. Exactly, and there's nothing wrong with that either. No, no there's of nothing course. wrong. And I think maybe further down the line, I think there might, I might well develop a strand in my business that is about making money. Um, it's, a, it's a business it, uh, exactly yeah, yeah. it, it is a business to, so i say about making money but yeah about purely about making money um but um yeah and and sometimes also like because i'm so invested in my work um i can sort of i have found sometimes where i've been and i've had this discussion as recently as this week with my wife around boundaries because recently obviously where i've, I've had more time for my business so i could i could just work all the time and it's constant and it's and, and it's not healthy mm-hmm. because it's stopping me being present with her or, or having time for myself or with my son. So, yeah, there, there, there's kind of a, a dark side to it as well. Um, but, but um, yeah, I think, I think particularly uh, in this type of work, um, like I'm not selling T-shirts. I'm sure there's someone who's passionate and purposeful about T-shirts and selling T-shirts. But in this type of work, I work with people and I work in the, the training I've done and I, I, you know, a proportion of people go through transformation. It's a very personal type of work. And I, I, I'm a believer if you, I mean, if you're not in life coaching for the work and for the people, then you shouldn't be in it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, because you're, uh, because you are working with people, you're working with, with, with sent things that are potentially sensitive or, you know, people are opening their, their, their hearts to you and what's going on. And if, if you're, if you're in there to just, just to make a few quid, yeah, 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 yeah. Selling them short. Yeah, you are so, selling uh, them yeah, short, so and it, I mean, and our, our name, this my industry is is a, has a dark side. I mean, the coaching itself is an unregulated industry, and so anyone can can get in. And there, there are people that you know have done a a little bit of coaching and spend their whole time on marketing and sales. And and I'm, I've been seen some of these guys. They mark. They they look amazing on on the Facebook ads, but they're coaching shit. And I'm looking. Well, what, who did you train with? Like, where's your accreditation? Where's your hours? Where's your body yeah, of work? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh well, yeah, you know. But they'll they'll still charge X amount. Of course, so, of course. Um, and 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 with one way or another, every industry has. has I mean, has yeah, that. exactly. And I'm not saying, and, and, yeah. and that's not to take away what you're saying. I get that. Um, every industry has that, and that's for everybody to work out and do their research and have a look into. Of course, do it. Do your due diligence. Exactly. Do your due diligence. Um, but I mean, the fact that offends me. Like, yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. me viscerous, viscerously yeah, angry yeah. Is because I care about my work. I agree. And I the same, agree. I'm sure, it with you guys. Definitely, I get so wound up. But <laughs> exactly. You but, also, there, there is also a cycle in there. You hope it doesn't put people off forever. That's what you hope. Yeah. Um, but then you also hope that they, they find it out for themselves. And when exactly. they do, they then reassess how they approached their sourcing of yeah. whoever they were looking for in that space, whether it be, you know, coaching or, you know, an accountant or wherever it might be. So um, I think you talked about kind of being uh, kind of a, a, as, a, as a coach, getting people to kind of open up and it being a, a, a personal thing. This is quite a personal question. So, yeah. again, choose to answer it if, if not. But. Is there something you can tell people right now that in your business, working on it, in it, um, that you're that you finding yourself struggling with? 
Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, quite a few things. <laughs> um, and the reason I ask this question... Because I'm learning. I'm um, learning. <laughs> is so that people can, obviously, if they're okay with it, put it out there. But also, there yeah, might be course. other people... Someone that's, that listens that's struggling with the same thing. I mean, the, the big thing, uh, and it always comes back, well, how do you get clients? The big like the, 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 and it happens. Yeah. So how do you? Yeah, there we go. There you go. If you and give this, this okay, will be the most this is the magic episode. Well, ever. yeah. If you transfer five grand via PayPal to me, <laughs> I'll tell you. It's basically a magic bean. Uh, yeah. I send it in the post. You put it in your garden. <laughs> you water it. Beautiful. And in in four weeks' time, there'll be a queue out your door. Oh, um, I'm ready for that. Yeah, it's um, it's finding. Uh, yeah, the the struggle is finding, and I'm not saying clients, but finding resonant clients the clients that are right for me mm-hmm. and finding and, and in terms of my sales and marketing finding that kind of special source for me at the moment yeah. because, i mean it's always a moving thing but something that's happened to me is i when my son was born especially and i was still in the public sector job so my, my practice took a hit so i've been sort of overtly off the radar for a couple of years and so i've recently come coming been coming back online sort of more overtly and doing a lot more that's been a real struggle kind of picking things up again. And because I've changed as a coach and as a person, it's kind of like upgrading everything. And then there's part of me that just wants to trash my business and start again. Blank canvas. Yeah. Blank canvas. But the actual fact is I'm, I'm working on a moving, a moving entity essentially. And, and there, it, it, you know, there's stuff there that stands true and there's stuff that needs upgrading. And that's kind of the, the struggle I'm at at the moment is, is getting my practice to a point that where it, it represents who I am now. Of course, there's yeah, yeah, elements yeah. of what I was currently there at the moment that is me three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the overwhelm piece is a big part of that as well. Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah, back to it again and realizing there's lots yeah, there's of a whole and I, yeah, there's clients coming to me saying this is something I'm struggling with. And previously, I was all about go getting yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and 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 goals and missions, and I still am. But there's a proportion of my clients that don't need that. Yeah, yeah. They need exactly. to they need to trash the mission. They need to get down off the mountain and and and, and you know. Yeah, yeah. They need to stay review, at base camp. Yeah. stay at base camp, yeah, yeah. you know, re- refuel. So, um, yeah. And would you say that, um, how are you potentially exploring your um, kind of advertising for your business or putting yourself out there? What avenues are you now exploring or have you tried in the past and that you think have worked and haven't worked maybe? So, okay, in the past, I am a huge advocate for a, a um, it's a social network service, but it is for groups um and it's called meetup and you so, me um, that, so yeah yeah so so if anyone hasn't checked out meetups they're a cracking resource and the way meetups work is is people go on and they set up meetups that are based on you can set up a meetup on anything um and they're where people meet um primarily offline but also online um for, for various passions and things so what i love about meetup is like so i've i've got a few meetups i've got um the greenwich Wellbeing meetup which is more a generic one about well-being, and I co-run that. Um, so people who, who who are in and around the Greenwich area um, will come and um, and meet meet me there. And then I've got the um, GMT, the Greenwich Meantime, uh, Greenwich Men's Time nice. meet up, and and that's about men and personal development. And so the way that works is if you if you've got like a certain type of person you're wanting to attract with your business, if you create a meet up that represents that, then people will come. And join you, and then you've got a, a, an ability to host an event or, or, or meet and connect with people. Definitely. And um, I love getting out and meeting people in person. Um, 
online coaching, I do that. It's got its place, but there's can't beat in-person coaching. And, and I think, yeah, Meetup's been a great resource. And I think you're, I love the way that you're using an online digital resource to promote uh, face-to-face. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of what can, can go by the wayside. We're in such a digital era, which is great. Yeah. But at the same time, we shouldn't lose that human-to-human oh, FaceTime yeah. connection because that's the not the FaceTime, the app. FaceTime um, to actually talk to people, body language, you know, intonation, all that kind of stuff that you get from being with someone and talking to them. Exactly. And I mean, that's where a lot, a good amount of my clients have come from because they've met, met me at the meetups, they've built, you know, built trust. I've been able to educate them around certain things and then, and then, they've, then they've, become, they've become clients. So meetups been a good one for me. Um, and at the moment, I mean, I talked to you about it before we came on. Um, there's an app that I'm trialing called Bark, bark.com. Um, and the, the we're not sponsored by. We're way. not sponsored by we have to say that or something. But um, I don't know. I wish they can sponsor it's... us if they want. <laughs> I'm still learning. Yeah, they can sponsor us. Um, again, five grand via my PayPal account. I'll send you the details. Bark. Um, but the yeah, that, that's a cool. There's a there's a few of these, not just Bark as a business model. But the way it works, it's an application that people go on as from a customer end. They put in what they're looking for service wise, including location, and they whether that's coaching, counselling, marketing anything really um and then those leads obviously get gathered by the the company and then a business ends you you buy a certain number of credits you can see all the leads so you can run like a filter a search on there um but then the in order to obtain the customer's phone number and email you then use credits to them to then pay for the, the, the details but the good thing is is you can actually then go on and, and sort of hand pick leads that best match your business of course and so then when you come to pitch them you're pitching from a position of strength because you know that they're at they're at least Definitely. a half decent match. You're not getting a thousand people that have an inkling of what might yeah. want it. You're yeah. getting some really targeted. People you're getting warm. Yeah, you're pitching a warm lead who's yeah. looking for that your service. And so I've only really started with that, but um, it's starting to bear fruit, and um, it's something I'm going to continue with into this year. Um, yeah. I've got a bit of a kind of U-turning question or going back mm-hmm. question, um, which is just if anybody out there is listening to this and wants to get into coaching, right? Uh, and you've talked about coaching properly and not yeah. necessarily being a bit of a cowboy uh, in some ways. Um, yeah. What advice would you give them for starting out? They're Again, they're their blank canvas. They don't know, but they know they want to help people. And they want to coach people and they want to do certain things. Where would you say they should start? What should they, maybe some books to read? What what, what advice could you give them if they're into it? First things first, yeah, yeah. get a coach. Get, great, yeah. Okay, get a coach. And if you're looking... You've into, got a coach, right? I've got a coach. I've had a coach for eight eight years and uh, will always have a coach. Why, who am I to prom- promote coaching the thing i will but i don't go to my coach all the time because one thing i am an advocate for is there's a time for coaching mm-hmm. there's a time for counseling mm-hmm. and there's a time for cocktails on the beach yeah sometimes there's yeah, yeah, yeah. all of life so and i think one of the mistakes i made early on is i just went hard on the coaching route and i've now recognized there's a time and a place but get a coach yeah um and really? if, you, if you're looking to qualify your coach make sure that they are either part of or trained by um an organisation, either the ICF, the International Coaching Federation, EMCC, the European Mentoring and Coaching Council, or the AC, they're the UK, they're the Association of Coaching. Um, those three, if, if the coach that you, you get has, um, has, has been accredited or completely training that's underpinned by one of those three, you're going to get someone who, who, who knows. A solid audience. foundation and ground. Solid foundation. You can actually go online. You can go on the ICF website, for example. They've got a directory there. 
um, where you can search for ICF accredited coaches and then the life coach directory. That is a directory that the, to be on that directory, you have to demonstrate that you're trained by an accredited uh, school um, and you're insured. So that's a great place as well. www.lifecoachdirectory.com if you get a coach from there. Um, that is the number one. Okay, you got two more? Oh, okay, let's do two more. Just um, to make it like a top three. So get a coach. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm putting him on the spot here. He'd he, he, he gone with a solid one. He'd gone for a point. solid one. And then I was like, um, you got any more? If you haven't got any more, that's fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a few more. Yeah. Um, there are, obviously, there's a lot of training school out, schools out there. Um, and a lot, but a lot of them offer sort of introduction um, sessions, like one-dayers. And yeah, and again, if you if you find a coaching school that's accredited by one of those three, because they, they also accredit the trainings, and go uh, start exploring one of their introduction mm-hmm. days, um, there's, there's, I mean, two I recommend. I'm trained by an organisation called the Coaching Training Institute. Um, they're one of the oldest, most established schools in the world. Um, so, Coaching Training Institute are well worth looking at. Animas as well. They're London, uh, London based. They're what they're they're a school I know um, quite well, and I've heard very good things about. So, there's a couple of schools to check out. Nice. Um, but as long as your school's rubber stamped by one of those those three organizations again their their training will be worth their weight so go and check out a um uh one of their sort of intro days and and you you sort of start getting your hands wet Um, yeah your fingers dirty what's um hands wet (laughs) 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 for another pod um what's the next uh, we're coming to kind of the end now. So There's another thing. Tell, yeah. Oh, you got another thing? Have you you wanted a, no, you wanted it. Of course I've got another one. Oh, all right. Fine, fine, fine. Stuff. I, was, I was trying to save you a little bit. I didn't know if I'd put you too much on the spot. But no. Okay. The third one. The third one is, is yeah, check out the, just the online stuff. I mean, there's loads, loads on YouTube, loads on, on, on um, podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely. And, and so, yeah, get curious. Um, and yeah, there's one called, uh, that I'm listening to at the moment called Coaches Rising on um that's across most platforms that that's that's a solid solid base um so yeah but yeah the, just yeah you did have three as well i did definitely put them on as well. yeah you didn't and know and, and because because i mean coaching is such a personal thing there's there's so many different styles of coaching just just have a look have a watch and, and and see what see what you're drawn to um you've got sort of the sort of hard ass kind of do this now kind of cool. and that's cool um and then you've got the more kind of softer styles and there's there's a whole range of areas that coaching covers as well so that that's one thing i'd, I'd say give a thought about where you might want to coach in terms of niche yeah, yeah. um don't let that stop you yeah, from yeah, exploring yeah. but um yeah cool they no i think they're great i didn't expect you to pull the, the four out just because i was like <laughs> that's all right i mean the, the, the third one's quite generic no but, no no, the, the, um, no that's great for anybody starting i think that gives you a great foundation is you know ch- get get coach check it out on um uh online in through the accredited boards yeah. go and do some taster days yeah. and look up online i mean you can do any of those in yeah. any order and I'm there's guessing. meetups there's meetups exactly yeah there's, there's london coaching meetup there there's there yeah yeah great it's a good um, one so what's the plan for map yeah going forward where so, where do you see maybe yourself uh, um, yeah the question that everyone kind of asked but what are you working towards is probably a better way of putting it where how do you see the, the next two years going for yourself so um when i first started map i started working with groups but for the last three years um and to underpin my training i've been focusing on one-to-one work so looking in a future um later this year beginning of next year i want to start working with groups of guys again because i think there's a real place some guys um 
work better in a group environment and want that support. Some guys want the more kind of personal sort of one-to-one mm-hmm. um, environment. So that's one of the evolutions is to come back online with group coaching and men's group coaching and have that alongside my one-to-one coaching service. Um, I want to expand my portfolio. At the moment, I work with two coaching products. I work with my 12-week program. I've been doing that for three and a half years now, continually fine-tuning. And then recently, I've come online with a one-off coaching session, um, which is 90 minutes and then a 15-minute check-in two weeks after. Um, I'm keen to expand that product base. I'd like to come online with a, uh, a, a some kind of online product. Maybe a, it might be a, um, an ebook or some kind of... Uh, course online uh, another entry point for me and then I'd also like to uh, have a one day or maybe a weekend once every it'd be maybe six months a year like an immersion weekend where I take a group of guys away out somewhere in nature somewhere to really reflect and do some real really deep deep good work Um, the next thing is is, and this is just started is uh, me and another coach who I work with do bits with um, Michael Hilton uh, we've got a podcast called the men on form you have um, there's 40 episodes in the bank so if people want to check out, um, check and out one of those episodes is what is coaching so you can go and listen to that if you want to find out more but um, yeah we're coming back online with a new season of men on form kicking off uh, in, in exciting yeah I don't know when this will come out but it's in, in, in the end of March um, and so yeah getting the podcast back online and yeah expanding my services and yeah continuing to to um yeah continuing to sort of learn and grow and and yeah just keep keep on with the work it's a kind of a bit of a a, a sort of um ready fire aim approach as well so it's been like those that's the kind of rough plan but then obviously yeah, you yeah. know as stuff comes online um we'll see where that takes me yeah yeah so no. it's, it, yeah. It, it's good i think uh, obviously the, the difference between um you and most other guests that i've had on is that I know you and yeah, we'll, we we'll touch base and I'll well, see yeah. kind of how, how that's how that's going and progress and I've seen already how it's progressed from the what you've done with your podcast and you know with your coaching before been to a couple of your coaching sessions even yeah so, you came so, early um, days yeah, yeah you came so to a few, it's, some of the group sessions you're uh, on the throne of accountability a few times that is true that is getting true getting your butt kicked that's um, cool yeah so I, I would obviously follow that but obviously I'm hoping that people that are listening to this if they're interested will definitely you know hit you up and, and follow that journey and get involved ask and ask you any questions that's the whole reason it's there that if they're into it or they're looking for that service that someone you know says hello and starts that conversation with you so um that's what i'm i'm really hoping for for any of these podcasts is that you know someone takes note and just yeah someone along the way as well as maybe helping you yeah um so the last question is the question that you have for me um so every guest after I've put them under the kosher bit, um, I always give them the chance to ask me one question and get their own back a little bit okay. that I don't know anything about. And it can be about anything you want. Um, so, yeah, do you have a question you would like to ask me? Okay. Um, uh, and, yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you a coaching question. Of oh, course. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we might, this might be another hour longer. <laughs> this could I might, be. Yeah. Um, um, where do you want uh, simply create to be in five years time so we're sitting here five years time that is a good question um <laughs> just, that, that li- just that little one to chew over five years is yeah For, okay our bottom line three things no, three things three things in, five years time five years Go. i want i want a team of 10 plus one number one that is the definite gonna happen it needs to happen um i that will be a good 
a symbol for me for growth yeah. um, in terms of um, getting people on board and helping with the services that we do and can help. So that will definitely be one. Um, the second one would be to have an array, I suppose, because I'm working on one at the moment, but a couple of online pro products and services that, again, you talked about it as well, about mm. entry points um, mm. and really wanting to help him, uh, customers at the first possible level that I can and being able to give them that, that product and service and of quality that I want to at that, yeah. at that level. So that would probably be two. Um, and the third one, I would say, and I don't know what this is, um, but something I would really love to, uh, to, to do is to get some kind of, uh, accredita accreditation slash award within the sector of, um, creativity. Now mm -hmm. I, uh, there's a lot of the things I do are for bigger purposes. Mm -hmm. Um, I do a lot of things on the on the go but they're actually for a bigger goal yeah. um so i there a lot of it is to do with research mm -hmm. uh and wanting to um understand creativity at a different level to to what um is just kind of people touch and get get onto on the surface level so it'd be to kind of release a study or be part of a bigger project or documentary or um that can go on and, and maybe be uh, i'll say accredited or you know looked at in positive light mm -hmm. as a good foundation of a study of a that a small business has done five years. I think it's doable. Okay, cool. I look forward it's to. Be tough, I look, I look forward to hold, holding you accountable and, um, and, yeah, and yeah, 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 checking in with you on that. I'll yeah. be here five years time. You'll get a knock from me. I'll come strolling in. That'll be but, that'll be the re next podcast episode. <laughs> be the next pod. Yeah, um, I'll be interviewed by you know one of your ten people. I'd imagine you, you'll be too busy. You, <laughs> I think you know, I think yeah. the, the, the those three because one of them I think is uh, a definitely a symbol of growth. The other one is. Um, for me is very doable and the third one is stretch yep. so I'm just going they're, they're a mix so I, yeah. it's going to only happen if I apply myself and push but yeah. hopefully I'll be able to cool alright look forward to that so Clive it's been a yeah. pleasure to have you yeah. finally on the podcast as well we've talked about it for some time we so have. thank you very much for your time I always appreciate any time that um, my guests give me um, the knowledge you've given and uh, hopefully to the listeners that are going to get that knowledge. So thank you for that. And is there anything you want to leave anyone with or are you just yep. signing off? Uh, no, I'll, I'll basically, yeah, say that, um, yeah, if any, if, if any of this discussion at all has um, sparked anything in you or you want to start a conversation, then um, over at www.mensactionproject.com. Um, you can, there's a contact page there and you can contact me directly. So don't hesitate to get in, in touch. Uh, if you've got questions around anything we've discussed today, um, the other thing is, if you want to have an experience of coaching with me, uh, as part of my service, I offer a uh, try before you invest complimentary 45 minute coaching session. So, um, yeah, if you fancy um, getting on, on a call or if you yeah, we can meet in person, that'd be cool as well. Um, if you go to my website again, uh, click on the one to one packages section of the website. Uh, on there, there's details of the 45 minute complimentary session. If you hit book a session with me, that will take you to a scheduling page. And uh, you can schedule a sh session with me there. So um, that's a, that's a, uh, an offer there if, if guys want to check that out. Definitely check it out. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't see if, if you, if this has resonated with you and all the things you've said, uh, I really don't see why people wouldn't just try and, you know, ask, drop you a question and ask you, you know, get some, get that conversation rolling anyway. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, there's all the other touch points as well. I'm on social media, Men on Form podcast, all that stuff. But yeah, in terms of, um, yeah, direct contact and, and getting an experience of coaching, that's the place to go. Clive, until next time, thank you very much, mate. Thank you, brother. Look after yeah, yourself. Yeah, you too. Cheers, mate.
Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And of course, we would love your support by subscribing. Don't forget to reach out to us at Simply Create using the hashtag E2L Business. And of course, if you are a business owner based in Essex or London or know someone who is and would make a great guest, then get in touch. And we'll be back with another episode soon.